you know, I was in that headspace. Let's just fast forward to the bit where January 1 is here so I can focus on 2022. But here's the problem and here's sort of what I was identifying when I was thinking about this on my own. I feel like if we don't do the groundwork and the reflection and I guess the debriefing now, you're going to take all that confusion, all that frustration, all of that dissatisfaction, whatever were the things that you felt this year, you're going to bring that energy over into 2022. So I thought, hang on a minute. I'm all about being proactive instead of being reactive. Why do we always wait until January 1st to sort of think about the new year? Why don't we use December as an opportunity to do a little bit of a deep dive and a cleanse and take our lessons and really just reframe this last year gone by so that by the time January 1st hits, we're just ready to leap in. We've got mental clarity, we're focused. I guess we won't have this lingering energy that you may be feeling towards the year gone by. Welcome to The Balance Theory, a podcast aimed at arming you with tools and tips so that you are well equipped to not only identify and define, but own your own definition of balance. I'm your host, Erica, and thank you for joining me today. Hey, balancers, and welcome back to another week of The Balance Theory podcast. This is Monday Muse 18, which means I've been with you all for 18 Mondays, and it just so happens to be the last one of the year. For those of you who are OG listeners or have been with us for at least just a little over a year, you'll know that last year I did a Monday Muse to end the year on a bang with a bang. And a lot of you really like that as a way to really just reflect and ponder on the year gone by. And so I really want to do something similar this year and today with you. But I just want to share a little bit about why this episode, I guess, is really important to me and why I've gone to the effort of putting so much behind this one. So some of you may have seen on my socials, I've actually put together a little ebook that goes with today's episode. So you can download that. The link is in the show notes below. It's totally free. It'll just take you to our new website, which is nice and fresh. So enjoy scrolling through that. But basically it has a lot of activities in it. So I will walk you through those today. If you are more of a visual kind of activity type person, you can download that and follow along as you go. So you can fill that one out online as like an editable PDF, or you can print it out and, and handwrite as well, whatever, whatever works for you. But I would definitely recommend following along with that. And the beautiful thing about the ebook is half of it will be what we go through today, but then I've also included a whole half of extra bonus content. So basically what we'll focus on today is how to really end your year on a high. So how we can really reflect and take away all the lessons and learnings from this year. And I'll tell you why that's so important to me in just a moment. But the second half is about setting up momentum for next year before January 1st hits. So I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable, I guess, with you all now. And I was having a think the other day about next year and I guess what I want. And I was having this thought process of like, I just can't wait for this year to be over. Like, I just wish 2022 would come along. I just want to kind of fast forward to the bit where 2021 is done and sort of in the past. And I was wondering if a lot of you would potentially feel the same. Now, obviously, 2021 has been quite an interesting year. And I say that because a lot of you might be thinking not a lot actually happened. You potentially were at home for the most part. You weren't traveling, you know, as much as what you normally would or seeing people as much as you normally would. You weren't really just doing things. But in saying that, it was still quite eventful internally. So I feel like without all the distractions of the world and everything's kind of going on pause, it forced a lot of us to go inward, to have no noise, no distractions, as I just said. And what that does is it forces you into a sort of really uncomfortable place. And that's what I've sort of found. And only recently, as everything's opening back up, I've had this strange epiphany and 
I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but it's almost like I've changed. And that was a really odd thing for me to wrap my head around because I thought nothing's really happened over the last year. And so for me to have gone through change was just something strange. It just, it didn't feel like two and two went together. Like normally when I think of change, I think I'm doing stuff to actively kind of provoke that change. But in this instance, I felt like it was largely non-eventful, but I've come out the other side of lockdown and I guess the year, and I feel completely different. I feel like people and things I used to, I guess, spend my time with or do no longer give me the same satisfaction that they once did. And it's almost like I'm trying to do the same things, but something isn't clicking, something isn't working. And so I just wanted to open with that and be a little bit raw with you guys, because I think a lot of us will be in this headspace of just trying to skim over the last year, just forget it happened. You know, I'm sure there's been so many challenges in everybody's lives, whether it's been eventful or not. And so I really wanted to take this opportunity to make the most out of this year, to make the most out of whatever has happened in the year gone by. And I really wanted to do this before January 1st, because I was going to, you know, I was in that headspace. Let's just fast forward to the bit where January 1 is here so I can focus on 2022. But here's the problem. And here's sort of what I was identifying when I was thinking about this on my own. I feel like if we don't do the groundwork and the reflection and I guess the debriefing now, you're going to take all that confusion, all that frustration, all of that dissatisfaction, whatever were the things that you felt this year, you're going to bring that energy over into 2022. So I thought, hang on a minute. I'm all about being proactive instead of being reactive. Why do we always wait until January 1st to sort of think about the new year? Why don't we use December as an opportunity to do a little bit of a deep dive and a cleanse and take our lessons and really just reframe this last year gone by so that by the time January 1st hits, we're just ready to leap in. We've got mental clarity. We're focused. I guess we won't have this lingering energy that you may be feeling towards the year gone by. So that's what I want to do with you all today. I want to, I guess, cleanse the 2021 out of us, not in a negative way, more actually have a look at it in a really positive way and see what things we've learned, both positive and negative about ourselves. That's going to help us reframe what we actually want in the new year and as well, give us a little bit of mental space so that we're in the best position to make the most of it as soon as it comes around. So if you haven't downloaded the ebook, jump on and do that now because I'm literally going to be speaking and it's going to be matching the flow of the ebook. So you can do that as we go along together. So are you ready to decompress, reset, and let's get clear before January 1? Because I definitely am. I don't want that feeling of being scrambled when it comes around that I'm just so all over the place and I don't really know where I'm at or what I want that I'm not actually going to be clear in my intentions moving in. I want to make the most of 2022 as it starts right from the get-go. And if you're still, I guess, thinking about whether you've got time to do this at the moment or not, I want to reframe it for you a little bit. It's kind of like you exercising or eating well or meditating. All those things are proactive steps for your health rather than reactive when things go wrong. So think of this as a really proactive step to future you, to 2022 you. All right, let's get started. I've got five tips or I guess activities that I want to share with you so that you can end your year nice and strong. We can end it on a high. Alrighty, so the first one is I want you to make a list of the 12 best things that happened to you this year. Now I say 12 just as a ballpark, you can go ham and put as many as you want, but I want you to write at least 12. And I know that probably sounds like a lot, but 365 days is also a pretty long time. Now I wanna remind you something, a triumph, a win or a success doesn't have to be something monumental. 
as I said before, a lot of you are probably sitting there thinking nothing really eventful has happened this year, but don't be so dramatic about it. It can be really as simple as you've finally got around to tidying up your garage or reading a certain number of books or hitting a certain milestone in your life or your career, or even just getting through lockdown. You actually might be surprised. And I guess the point of this exercise is to really help you understand and reframe and make the most of all the tiny mountains you've conquered over the past 12 months, which you probably didn't even realize them as wins or successes. So the reason this is so important, and I'd say really, really spend some time doing this. So whether you want to pause this now or come back to it later, or just mentally go through it now is because we're always in this go, go, go headspace, especially now that everything's reopened. We're always looking at the next thing or what we haven't achieved yet. We really rarely stop to appreciate and acknowledge all that we have done. Like I'm sure you've had this experience before. It's kind of like if you actually stop and think about where you were this time last year and what's different. At that point last year, the things you've accomplished were once things that you strive to do. But now that you've done them, they're kind of just swept under the rug and you focus on the next thing. So really take the time to notice the small things you've achieved. And it's really about just extending that gratitude for your own journey. And I find this is such a nice way to ground ourselves and more importantly, before we actually go to set goals for the new year. So the reason I use this exercise as a way to not only end the year on a high, but create that momentum for the next year is because it actually reminds you just how much you can achieve. This is a really important precursor to fueling your intentions before you set them before the new year, because you're basically showing yourself how much you can do. Treat it as like a little gentle reminder, which, as I said, is really timely in light of setting new goals. Otherwise, you might find if you don't do something like this and you don't sit down and appreciate, I guess, your journey, when you sit down to write your goals, you might not set them as high or you may not set as many because you genuinely just don't think you can achieve them. I really love this step to get you in the headspace of doing and can do. So if you do do this now, and then when it does come to setting your goals later, you can revisit it and remind yourself just how much you've achieved in a year. As I said, it doesn't have to be huge things. Just think of all the things that you're proud of that you yourself have achieved. And you'll note in the ebook, we've actually broken it up into the different areas of your life. So that'll just make it a bit easier, I guess, to find different things and and kind of prompt you to think about different areas of your life. So try and think holistically with your life, not just say career or relationships, like really try and consider your achievements across all the areas. Um, But yeah, I think that'll be really useful for you guys to really kickstart your reflection for 2021. So that is number one. So the next way we can end our year strong is to have those important conversations. So I want to ask you something. Is there something you've been carrying around with you mentally and not saying? One really quick way to tell, you're probably having a conversation with somebody else in your head over and over that you should probably be having out loud. And if you be really honest with yourself, it's probably been weighing you down mentally for a little bit now. The reason I've put this as number two, and I think that it is actually very important, is because if you have this energy, this lingering thing that you need to be doing that you've been putting off, if you bring that over into the new year when you're trying to tackle new objectives and milestones, I feel like it's really going to weigh you down. Ultimately, it's just taking up room in your head. And it does. It pulls on your emotional weight as well. It takes from your emotional energy. It takes time to think and process and have that conversation over again and mull over it and think about all the different ways you could say it. So if I were you, I would be making an agreement with myself to figure out how to bring up those tough topics before the end of the year and then just do it. 
It could even be, so if this doesn't really bring anything to mind, if this, if you can't think of anything that maybe you haven't been saying or a conversation you need to have, it could even be something like you feel like you haven't been appreciated. So that could be at work, in a friendship, in another relationship. Um, so that kind of leans towards maybe having to set a boundary, something you need to say. So you maybe need to set a boundary. So getting that off your chest too, which will be also getting it off your mental to-do list, will free up a lot of emotional and thinking bandwidth. So it's absolutely worth pushing through that uncomfortableness of not doing it. Because I know you probably feel super uncomfortable about it, which is probably why you haven't done it. But just think about it as really taking an emotional toll on yourself, whether that is not having a tough conversation, not having asked for something or not setting a boundary. Whatever you haven't said yet is taking a toll on your emotional headspace. And it is going to carry over with you into the new year. So another thing I just want to suggest here, and and I guess this is if you're struggling, you can consider what having that conversation will mean to you and your life. What will be the outcome or the impact on your life by actually engaging in it? So when you think about that outcome, so if you do set that boundary, if you do let that person know you don't feel appreciated, if you do have that conversation about something that's been bothering you, Is it going to be a positive outcome on your life? If yes, then I think you've got nothing to lose by saying it. If no, then you might want to look at another way to process that issue that's weighing you down. And that could be through journaling or therapy, for for example. But if there's a conversation that needs to be had with another person that you can't process on your own and get out of your head on your own, then you just need to have it. Also linked to this is if you want something and you can ask for it and you've been hesitating to ask for it, just do it. So that could be like potentially at work or within a relationship, sort of similar. Ultimately, the worst thing that another person will say is no or not yet. And then you're actually in no different position. You're actually probably better off as you don't need to now waste more mental bandwidth thinking about it. You know your position a bit clearer and you can kind of reframe and and re-decide what works for you moving forward. So I think it's an absolute win-win to get these things off our mental checklist In the ebook, I've got a nice little flow chart. If there is something that you've been thinking about and not saying and the steps you can take, whether it's a yes or a no, and then I've actually got a cute little contract to yourself. So that's, I guess, my lawyer coming through. But we have to make a commitment, guys. Like we hear these things, we say, yep, that sounds great. I'm going to do them. And then they get forgotten about. So there's a little contract in there, which you fill out, you sign, you do it all for yourself and you commit to getting it done before the new year. And I promise you in doing this, it will absolutely free up mental space so that by the time January 1 comes around, you are going to be flying. You're going to be ready to leap in without this negative energy weighing you down. If you're already feeling freer and more positive about this year, you wait for the next three exercises. Let's go on to number three. I couldn't do a list of five without incorporating an arm of gratitude. So this Third activity is all about extending a genuine thank you to the people who made the biggest impact on you this year. If you want to make this a little bit easier too, you could look at it in the sense of the areas of your life. So the balance theory areas, which are your health, your relationships, and your fulfillment. So I'll just give you guys some quick examples. So with my health, I've worked very, very closely with a naturopath this year. So that's someone I'll be saying thank you, who made a massive impact to my health in 2021. Relationships. I could not have gotten through lockdown if it wasn't for my partner. And whilst I thank him every single day, I'll be making a point to let him know how much of an impact he made in my life in 2021. And in fulfillment, which would be your work, career or hobby, I'll be thanking my best friend who I work on ES Fit with. 
because the business has gone through a lot of changes. It's had to be quite dynamic and flexible and she has been nothing short of either of those. So I want her to know how much of an impact that made in my life. And I think a really good starting point here is to reflect on any quote low moments you had in this year. Who was there for you? Who had your back in a tough moment or was able to help you navigate through a difficult situation? How nice to be able to reach out now to them and let them know how much support that they gave you. These people who help us with such open hearts, often they don't even know how much of an impact they have. So it's always such a good idea to let them know. And don't even limit yourself to people you know. So if you've read a book or if you've been listening to a podcast that you love, reach out to those authors, those podcasters, let them know. This one is all about spreading the love and really just sinking into that gratitude to the people who have made the biggest impact to you in 2021. And just to wrap up this little exercise, I absolutely love this quote and that is feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. So don't keep that goodness to yourself. Share the love and let those people know how much of an impact they had. Another good point here is that this is a really nice way to actually get you thinking about the types of people or influence you want in the new year. So if you can identify who's had a really positive impact or who's been there for you in the low moments, you can also identify the people you want to carry over into 2022, the relationships, potential positive influences, those sorts of things. You can already, I guess, commit to having those in your life moving forward. It's, it's a clear identification of what you do want in 2022. So already you can see how an exercise which is reflecting on the year gone by can help you create momentum for the year to come. So that is number three. Number four is all about forgiveness. Now, if any of you have tuned into Monday Muse 10, we spoke a lot on that drop about letting go of a grudge, forgiveness as acceptance, that kind of vibe. And this is very, very similar. So my question to you, which kind of governs this whole exercise is what are you holding on to? So this is not the same as the tough conversation, although it's probably similar in the sense that it's weighing you down emotionally, physically, or spiritually. So it might feel like you're very stagnant if it's something that's quite strong. Or maybe it's more of an annoyance if it's something that's a little bit minor. It could feel like a grudge or maybe some resentment. Either way, what we want to do here is extend forgiveness and shake it off to give yourself full potential moving into the new year. And if this is something you're really struggling with, if you feel like, oh, I'm just trying to think of an example, like if someone you used to be friends with still pops up in your mind all the time or someone crossed your path in a very negative way and you can't let it go, or someone said something to you that you're still holding on to, or someone in your family embarrassed you or said something horrible and you just can't get over it. That's the kind of thing we're looking for here. If you don't have anything, then that's absolutely great. You won't have anything weigh you down that feels like a grudge. But if you do, again, is this the kind of energy you want to bring with you into the new year when you're trying to set some new objectives for yourself? I personally know that I wouldn't. So taking this opportunity to sort of identify firstly what it is, is really important. And if you do want a little bit more help in this, I did do, as I said, that Monday Muse 10 on it, which I've linked in the show notes below. So definitely go and listen to that if you need some help working through that. But I just want to remind everyone here, and this is something I definitely go into more in that episode, but forgiveness does not mean welcoming someone back or something back into your life. It actually doesn't even mean you need to reach out to them again. It just means you're making a conscious decision to let go of any anger, resentment, or blame that you've been holding on to. It really is all about acceptance and accepting that we're all prone to error and letting go of any judgment or resentment around that. 
It's really going to help you go into the new year with a lot more peace. But as I said, I prefer using the word acceptance. So yeah, that episode is fantastic. It will help you, I guess, identify where you feel it in the body, have a breakup with it, literally create distance from it and what lessons you can learn from it. So again, it, it will bring in that arm of gratitude, but it's really trying to change your mentality if you feel like a victim in a situation where you're holding on to a grudge. And in the ebook, there's a nice little forgiveness log where you can kind of journal or I guess start to get a rough idea of what that might look like for you. And as I said before, if, if there's nothing you're holding on to, that's great, but just keep it in the back of your mind in case anything creeps up and you do want to, I guess, move forward with it. Alrighty, the last exercise for ending your year nice and strong is all about reconnecting, which in fact, this entire episode is really aimed at. So it's really been largely for yourself, reconnecting with yourself. But now I want to talk a little bit more about connecting with others. So we are coming into December, which is silly season, festive season. There's a lot, a lot of joy celebrating and togetherness in this month. There's a lot of catch ups, especially coming out of lockdown now. A lot of people are reconnecting. But this is something I would encourage you to create windows of time for. And I say create and not find. There's a huge difference. And within that, when you create the time, you want to be using that to spend it with people who make you feel good. That when you leave seeing them, you feel completely replenished or just absolutely content. I'm sure you've all got those friends that after you see them, you just feel so at peace. It's just like, yeah, that was just what I needed. Those are the people you want to be spending time with. You want more of that in this period. And the reason this is so important, obviously this throughout your life in general is an incredible thing to do. But in this period specifically, when you are reflecting on the year gone by, you're kind of washing away any grudges or negative energy you're holding on to. If you then top that with seeing people that make you feel good to getting that positive energy after you see them, it's kind of like a booster on a booster. You're already reflecting and cleansing and now you're adding more positive energy on. So doing this while you're in the process of, I guess, cleansing yourself and reflecting on the year gone by is another fantastic way to really achieve that mental space, that mental clarity all in one go. Now, if you are following along in the ebook at page 18, I've got like a little end of year planner, and this is where I want you to commit to ending your year strong. So what I've done is I've broken up all the exercises that I've just gone through with you into some boxes. And in those boxes, you're going to put some actionables. That's where you really identify something from each of the five exercises and then your top three action steps. So maybe not all five exercises resonated with you. Maybe you don't feel like you really have a grudge or maybe you feel like you don't really have a conversation that you need to get off your chest, etc. So I've just put three action steps for you. That might be identify your best moments, reach out to people who have made the biggest impact in your life and extend forgiveness to whatever you're holding on to, for example. That way you actually know what you need to do before the end of the year and definitely commit to the things that resonate most with you at this point in time. Keep the rest in the back of your mind if it's not everything. But ultimately, I think if you sit and have a think about it long enough, there's probably something under each category or each exercise that you could probably work through. But that is my wrap up of how we can end 2021 strong whilst building momentum for 2022. But it doesn't stop there. To build more momentum for 2022, we don't have to wait until January 1st. There is 
a lot more we can do before then and really utilize these weeks leading up to end of year to really boost ourselves so that we are really, really well placed to set those goals and succeed the second Jan one rolls around. So if you are following along in the ebook or if you are going to download it later, I'll give you a rough outline of what it goes through and then I'll let you guys do it at your own in your own time. But basically, we start off with a really detailed questionnaire, which gets to the crux of what your balance looked like this year and what you really want it to look like, the challenges you went through, how you can approach them differently, those sorts of things. We go through some fears you might have for the new year. We go through aspirations for the new year, four quick things you can do right now to free up mental space. So these are quick, like physical things you can do in your house, in and around yourself, in your space. And then there's a couple resources in there for you to check out as well. Before I let you go though, and as some of you are probably guessing, the ebook is a nice little segue into some things that I would love to roll out in 2022. So I am moving towards creating a lot more content for you guys. I'm super excited because this is something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time now, but I will be working towards releasing a couple of workshops next year. So stay tuned for that. But the biggest one and the one you'll probably be most excited about is there will be one all about goal setting. So I guess this ebook is to help you do the work, to get ready, to cleanse yourself, to refresh your mind, to really set yourself up so that you are as clear as possible moving into the new year. So that by the time you sit down to write those goals, you have a much better understanding of where you're at right now, what you want to change and what you actually want to carry over as well. Remember, these reflections aren't always about what was bad. Let's avoid that. It's actually about what was really positive and what can we continue to do or what do we actually want in our 2022 version of ourselves as well. So once you have all that sorted out, then you'll be able to sit down and set your goals. But if you're the kind of person who sets them around the first week of January and then never looks at them again, then you're going to love this course. It's going to show you all about how to set them properly firstly, because I feel like sometimes we set goals and they're not really aligned with what we want, or we actually don't sit down and think, okay, what do I want? What do I want my balance to look like? Why do I want this? So then we set these goals and we don't actually achieve them because they're not aligned with who we are or who we want to be. So that's the first thing. Then you might have some fears around those goals. So you might be the kind of person that aims really, really high but then you don't actually think that you can achieve that. You just put it down because you hear people say dream big or, you know, write your goals really high. So we workshop those fears and how you can disarm them so that you're essentially not standing in your own way. And then obviously how to set the goals and manage them as the year goes by. We don't want to set and forget. We want them to be at the front of everything we do at all times. And I know all of that sounds really overwhelming, but it's actually quite simple when you break it down and you take the time to do the work. So if that's something you're interested in, subscribe to our mailing list so you can be the first to know. I'm planning on launching that in January, but as I said, this will be such a beautiful step leading into that workshop. So definitely take the time to go through the ebook. Stay tuned for more information, which will be coming out about all those things. Social media is a great place to stay in the loop. So you can follow us at The Balance Theory. But if not, definitely subscribe to our mailing list because I will be emailing kind of early access and all of those to all our email subscribers. But that is it from me, guys. We have two more guests for the rest of the year. Next week's one, she is a business coach. So she's going to have some incredible information to, I guess, back up all the work you would have done in today's episode. So really kind of motivating type of content. And then the week after that, I've gone a little bit 
left with an interest area of mine, which is a little bit more spiritual. And so that's more along the manifesting type of vibe. So both are going to be really useful in in terms of fueling your headspace of reflection and setting up momentum for the new year. So you get a little bit of motivation, a little bit of manifesting. And then throughout the break, I'm not leaving you on your own. I will be doing replay episodes. So the first one, which will be end of this year, will be replay episodes from 2020. And then the first one next year will be replay episodes from 2021. So basically I've picked the best bits of my favorite episodes. They're going to be incredible little segments. I've tried to make them all have a theme. So they're all relevant and I guess tell a story all together, but it also might highlight some episodes that you may have missed or want to re-listen to. So look out for those. Our Monday Muse of next year will kickstart again on January 17th. So I will see you all then. Have an incredible Christmas Happy New Year. I mean, I'm going to be speaking to you guys in the intros in the next few weeks anyway, but as a last solo episode of the year, I want to thank you for all the ongoing support and love. Have a safe, happy holiday. Well-deserved. I hope you enjoy all the content over the break. I can't wait to hear all of your feedback on the ebook, and I'm really excited to see you all in the workshop for goal setting next year as well. So keep your eyes and ears open for all of those things. Sending you all lots of love, and until next time, stay balanced.